नमस्ते स्पिरिचुअल योगा योगा ऑफ कोर्स वी ऑल सीम टू नो वॉट योगा इज लॉट्स ऑफ मेथड्स इन योगा फ्रॉम प्राणायाम टू धारणा टू ध्यान टू वेरियस आसनस बट मोस्ट ऑफ दीज आर रिस्ट्रिक्टेड टू बॉडी एंड माइंड because any effort or method that we do to experience something is by the mind for the mind and from the mind but when it comes to the soul okay body and mind we all seem to be pretty aware of even science has a lot of knowledge on body and mind but when it comes to the soul even silence is quiet about it it hardly knows anything about what the soul is though we liberally use the word soul often on not realizing as to how complex the subject is what role does it play what is the soul all about and the subject of spiritualism which i speak on primarily concerns with not primarily i would say only concerns with the spirit and the soul and not the divine and the devil or any other method or effort or anything the subject of spiritualism is mainly to understand not even to know because there is a lot of difference between knowing and understanding knowing will provide you with knowledge and according to our scriptures knowledge is intellectual knowledge is borrowed knowledge is from here and there which makes us a follower which makes us a second hand person because we are not using the soul and the spirit the soul and the spirit is what really makes you in that self of us in that three eyes that we have i i meaning i for body that is the physical self i for mind that is the thinking self and i for the soul which most claim is as the true self so the mind collects the knowledge accumulates the knowledge stores it in its memory functions through its subconscious level from right from childhood from every single institution whether it's religion or whether it's society whether it is parents from the food that we eat from the way that we live from the way that we walk everything has been told to us by others every single knowledge that we have is given by others but our inborn talent shines not only through knowledge knowledge only will give you how to express yourself our inborn talent shines from its own intelligence
which is different from intellect. So, soul is responsible for providing that understanding which is far more important than knowing. Body, mind and soul. And in yoga, the topic for today is spiritual yoga. And in yoga, body and mind, there are many asanas from pranayama to dharma, adharna to dhyana to whatnot. And when it comes to the soul, hardly anybody knows. Because there is no effort or method that can be applied when the soul plays its role. It is considered to be by the spiritualist in the superconscious section. The mind 98 to 99% works on subconscious and say 1% on conscious. Hardly 0.5% is left for the superconscious, the soul. It's supposed to be dormant, it's supposed to be sleeping. And that is why gurus are required. Guru means darkness, one who dispels darkness or brings lightness into you or into your mind. But the soul is also considered to be the God-Guru in the Self. So the external Guru can help you to know. But the internal Guru, that is the Soul, will guide you through intelligence to understand, to make you aware. The Soul, the role of the Soul is to make the mind aware. And once the mind becomes aware, it becomes conscious. So the soul is plays its role in the present, in the now, in the eternal now, in meditative awareness from one moment to the next. That is what the soul is. It only watches, it only observes and it checks and guides. It is impurity. That is why we call it as pure consciousness, witnessing consciousness, the witnesser, the true self. Many names have been given for the soul. But the prime function of the soul is impurity, is in non-duality, and it is simply to watch and observe. The rest is done by the mind. Now, why is watching and observing the most important? Because the moment you watch, see anybody, the other person, when the other person notices or observes that you are watching, becomes aware. And then after that, there is a pause in the mind. The mind slows down and the person becomes conscious that there is somebody watching me. Same is the case. When the soul watches the mind, the mind becomes shy. The mind becomes aware. The mind slows down. It focuses. It centralizes to what it is doing. Now it's conscious and not subconscious. Subconscious is an auto mode, which is 98% of the functioning of the mind through its memory and intellect. It does not require the consciousness. Once it knows how to do a certain thing, the first time or the second time it may be conscious, but later on, 
Once you know how to swim, once you know how to cycle, once you know how to drive a car, once you know how to reach a certain destination, consciously you do it for the first or the second time. But after that, the subconscious takes over. The mind goes on auto mode. And thoughts keep informing what all to do and what not to do. So, what happens? Observation is in the silent zone of the mind, the superconscious zone. That's where the soul is. That's where the inner observation takes place. And the inner observation expresses the inner observation, your inner self expresses itself, the soul expresses itself, and the external reacts accordingly. If your inner self is good, you are bound to see goodness in others. If your inner self is positive, accordingly you will see positivity in others. You will not see the negative side. So, everything revolves around the illumination of your inner self, which then reflects outwards back to you. So, the soul is a watcher, is a witnesser. But it's a much less than the spirit. Why? Because the spirit is universal. And the soul is the true self. It's the highest I. It's the highest consciousness. And ego is the lowest consciousness. The mental self, the second I, is the lower consciousness. And then you have the physical self, which is hardly conscious of its own self. Yes, it is, but to a very, very low extent. The mind goes higher and the soul goes highest. And that is why the soul has been accredited to be that art thou, that divine within you. That divine within you, the Aham Brahmasmi, the Tattvam Asi, the conscious principle which makes the mechanical body and the mechanical mind or the mechanical brain. All these are organs, mechanical. They require a conscious principle and the conscious principle is provided by the divine intelligence. In the first commandment of the Rigveda, the Mahavakyas, it says, Prajnanam Brahma. Brahma is the creator. Prajnam, Prajnanam is the insight, the insight, the intelligence which makes your mind aware to understand the knowledge that you have accumulated from outside is that divine within you. It is because of that intelligence that the universe exists. It's because of the intelligence everything exists, everything is explored, everything is discovered, not through your intellect. The intellect is the feedback. The intellect is providing you, expressing itself of what you have learned from others, how to improve further, how to refine further, but only after you understand. So understanding is prime and understanding comes through awareness and awareness comes through self-observation. So self-observation provides the skill to become self-aware and self-aware provides the Further self-experiencing, to experience and realize what you wish to feel, think and do. 
So self-observation is the prime, is the ultimate in your mind. It's, it begins and ends with everything. It's how you observe and how do you observe? The soul can only be awakened. The mind is activated by the soul, but the soul cannot be activated. It is it has got the spirit which is attributeless, which is not aware of its own self, but it has the supreme ability to make your superconscious section, the soul, make the mind, in turn make the mind aware. And after that the mind becomes conscious. And the spirit is universal. The soul is not. The soul is dual, like the mind is dual. Uh, the soul is dual as far as the universe is concerned, in a subject-object relationship. But the mind is dual externally because it can only relate to its opposite. The mind meaning the subconscious and the conscious. The conscious has to attach to one of the dualities to relate in opposites. The divine devil, positive, negative, etc., etc. Black, white, good, bad, positive, negative. The soul being non-dual, even though it has a slight duality, with the universe in a subject-object relationship because purely because of being individualized, but it is in its purest form. In its purest form. Because it functions when thoughts are not there, in thoughtless thoughts. Jiddu Krishnamurti, one big philosopher and a spiritualist, said choiceless awareness because mind when functioning in duality, in opposites, of happiness and sadness has to choose. It chooses one out of the two and then through its intellect it discriminates, it judges. So, soul's observation, the inner observation, not the outer observation. The outer observation is done by the mind in duality. The inner observation is done by the soul. When you are constantly watching your body, Comes away, your mind it becomes away, and the soul is the core energy, the mind is the subtle energy, and the body is the cross energy. Because after all, all that exists in this universe is nothing but energy, and through that core energy, if and when it gets awakened, and how does it get awakened? When the mind is alert. The moment you are alert, you become aware, meaning. Now your soul is awakening or it is awakened. And if you want to awaken it properly, you have to do it in meditative awareness. It's called mindfulness by many people. Meditative awareness from one moment to the next. Meaning constantly, constantly you are aware of what you are doing. Irrespective of whatever, whether you, if you are eating food, you are aware inwardly and outwardly as to what you are doing. Because both combine as a unitary factor. Both the observations. One observation by the mind is dual and the other observation by the soul is pure. So that is how the soul functions. The soul lays its soul. And it's beyond the mind and body because the body and mind functions entirely on duality. 
entirely one duality so all efforts and methods whether it's meditation whether it's japa whether it's prayer whether it's mantra whether it's anything all efforts anything whether it's motivational inspirational these are all by the mind and nothing to do with the soul the soul primarily only and only watches and witnesses it's that witnesser inside you and self realization is when you realize that there is no i there is no i because body mind and soul all three appear and disappear what remains is the universal spirit just a witness the ability of the the supreme ability of the attributeless absolute energy absolute non dual energy the supreme ability to make the mind aware not that it is aware on its own like i said earlier so no philosopher no guru no teacher no master no master can make you understand or can teach you self observation self observation needs to be done by yourself by yourself through alertness that is why most successful people are alert most successful people you find are alert and it is the ultimate the spirit is the ultimate existence from which everything appears and disappears and the mind without the awakening of the soul is second hand it's not you it's your instrument which is imitating what it has learned from the outside what knowledge just to gossip so mind requires the soul and that is why the soul is the most important to check and guide the mind in meditative awareness as much as possible as you can do and this knowledge of the soul was first given thousands of years before by a sage called ashtavakra gita he is supposed to be the sage of all sages because he only and only spoke and preached about the witnessing consciousness about the witnesser very precise very refined not like other scriptures not even like bhagavad gita bhagavad gita is more mental more to do with karmas more to do with experiencing more to how to deal your life in an experiential manner but the soul is pure spiritual pure spiritual that is why it is ashtavakras gita is profound is supreme it's not comparable to any it tells us that there's a another person sitting inside our brain inside our mind which is constantly watching and guiding and warning the moment you do anything in excess whenever there's a desire even to eat food in excess or to have alcohol in excess or to do anything in excess in your lust and greed there will be a warning 
from that third person inside, from the third eye, the purest eye. It will just warn you, don't do it. But normally the mind does not listen. Why? Because it is obsessed with lust, greed and want. Wanting incessantly, wanting more and more. So, the soul is dormant. And that is why it functions hardly 0.5 to 0.7% in the mind. Though it is contained in the mind, in the superconscious section, though the spirit, the cosmic spirit enters into the mind, but it remains dormant. It resides in the mind. It makes the mind, human mind aware. And we are the most aware out of all living creatures. And because it is dormant, that is why there is so much of depression, anxiety, and dejection and destruction of this planet Earth. In spite of all the comforts, material comforts, the materiality is far, far more and the spirituality is minimal. And even if it is there, it is mixed with religion, motivational speakers are telling that they are spiritual, inspirational speakers are claiming they are spiritual, not making the public aware that the spiritual is purely a subject of the spirit, is a subject of the soul and not of the mind. Not the mind expands. And then through motivation, motivational speakers, it evolves and it transforms, but only the mind. It can only reach to the periphery of the soul, but it cannot enter the soul because the soul is already enlightened. You cannot enlighten any further from any motivational guru or a spiritual guru. No. It is already that divine within. So you cannot do that. And Observing inwardly is the only one and only method which can make your mind transform from your lower consciousness to your higher consciousness. Because if you are watching your negative thoughts inwardly, it brings in that truth. Observation brings in that ruthless truth. The moment you watch inwards, the moment you watch inwards, your thoughts, you know truthfully who and what you are. Who and what you are. Because if you do not, if you do not, and if your soul is not watching, then you are living in ignorance. That is why our sages have been saying since ancient times, that the mind is asleep even while you are awake. They called it Leela. It's a drama. The mind is playing just a drama, experiencing in duality. So if your soul is not awakened and if you are living in the mind, please remember, you are a blind follower. You are just following what has been told to you since childhood, from your parent onwards to your gurus. Any gurus. That is why our scriptures, our Vedas, did not speak or mention gurus. They mentioned Acharya. Acharya is a realized person who teaches you how to go inwards into your thoughts, utilizing your soul, your individualized soul. And 
Acharya can be used only as a suffix. Dronacharya. Shankaracharya. Not like the Gurus and prefixes. So please be careful. Please do not be a blind follower. Then you are just ordinary. That is why only hardly 1% of this population of 7.5 billion people are discoverers, are scientists, are inventors. The remaining 99% remain followers. I would say not even followers. I would say they remain hypocrites. Why? We all are hypocrites. 99, all 99% of us are hypocrites. Because we claim we are very good, we are very moral, we are very spiritual, we are this, we are very truthful, etc., etc., etc. But inwardly we are different. What we see, what we think and what we do. Imitating others. Is false, is hypocritical. And that is why human beings, in spite of having that divine inspire, inside, in spite of being considered as that art thou, that art thou, Shivoham, meaning that God of gods is inside you, because it's because of you. So we have to get out of this intellectual conceptions that we have. These are all intellectual conceptions. These are not nothing to do with your intelligence. Your intelligence is unique, giving you that uniqueness to make you understand reality in its right perspective and not in a hypocritical perspective. And not in a hypocritical perspective. So we have to awaken that soul within us so that we Refine ourselves as a better, evolved, transformed human being. Balance between material and spiritual. Thank you for listening.